The General Services Administration has been talking about modernizing its $31 billion schedules program for much of the last two decades. Over the next 24 months, though, GSA says it finally plans to turn its talk into action. The agency said yesterday it plans to consolidate all 24 schedules into one big schedule by 2020. Federal News Network's executive editor Jason Miller joins me now with more on what this means for agencies and vendors. Jason, why are they doing this? Tom, I think there's several reasons, and I think it's, uh, as GSA Administrator Emily Murphy says, it's long overdue. Remember, the GSA has been, over the last 20 years, tried to attempt both large and small reforms. I think we've covered them together for the past 20 years, the, the e-modifications, the e-offers, all this. But there's been really limited success to this, and here's what Murphy says. That this is something that both our vendors and our customers are demanding. We've seen with the introduction to order-level material tool earlier this year, the ability to provide solutions. And we're looking at how customers are approaching us and wanting the feedback we've gotten from the customers. And also, frankly, the feedback we're getting from our vendors on you know, the frustration they have when they have two different contracting officers applying terms inconsistently, or they have to have two different systems to deal with, with contract administration. So it also is driven, though, by our need to have our workforce working on higher-value work. If we don't have our workforce duplicating the same efforts and collecting the same data multiple times from from the same vendor, it allows them to actually be working on on driving the right solution. Tom, I think it's a combination, as you heard GSA Administrator Emily Murphy there, uh, time, space, you know, I think it just needs to be done. And and I don't think anyone has argued over the last, you know, again, 20 years that it doesn't need to be done. But I think things are coming together. And I think think the why is easy. It's the how and, and, and where they go next is really the tough one. Because implicit in this is the idea that so many of the terms and conditions and the processes associated with the schedules are the same across all the schedules, even though the products vary. Well, implicit, I think that's a great word, implicit, but that's not actually true. And we're going to get to that a little later in our conversation, because I think part of the issue I mean, here is, the is that it's grown to be inconsistent as well. Now, GSA also is, is saying, well, why now is because actually they did a successful, if you will call a pilot with the professional services schedule. Stephanie Shutt is the multiple word schedule program manager. She says GSA is using those lessons learned to break into this bigger effort into phases. The mm-hmm. first phase will be related to creating a new schedule and shutting down the existing ones for so that new offers only go through this new schedule. And then the second phase will be mass modding all of the current contracts over to this schedule to update the terms and conditions. Um, these contractors will keep their same contract number, so that won't change and they don't have to get a new contract. And then when it comes to the actual consolidation for those contractors who have multiple contracts, we will actually provide industry with a couple of options so that we can figure out what works best for each industry partner. That was Stephanie Shutt, the Multiple Award Schedule Program Manager over at GSA. There actually will be actually a third phase as well, Tom, and as Alan Thomas, the FAS commissioner, called it, is is called Continuous Improvement of the Schedules. This is from Technology to Process Improvements. Now, all of this will be done over the next 24 months, so really by the end of 2020, GSA does expect this consolidation to be complete. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller, and we know what it means for the GSA, but what about the agencies and the vendors that live off this multiple billion-dollar program? In, in many ways, Tom, this is all about those customer agencies and those vendors. Now, in the short run, really nothing's going to change much. Agencies are still going to buy off the schedule like they buy off the schedule today. Vendors will still sell off the schedule like they sell today. They can modify. They can change. They can even get new schedules if they deem it necessary. It's that long run that's really the change, and, and this is a big if. If GSA is successful, that those will be significant. Again, Alan Thomas is the commissioner of GSA's Federal Acquisition Service.
by consolidating the schedules, industry our industry partners will have a single entry point for the schedules program. They'll no longer have to manage multiple schedules, which will reduce administrative costs and make their selling experience less burdensome. Consolidation also makes it easier for our customer agencies to find and buy the right solutions to meet their mission needs. They'll no longer have to buy products from one schedule and services from another. It also allows industry to come to the federal marketplace with their offerings using a solutions-based approach, which more closely aligns with the way agencies want to buy and how industry wants to sell. Alan Thomas, the commissioner of GSA's Federal Acquisition Service. Now, he also says GSA will have some standard terms and conditions. Here comes to your question. Now, Tom, a GSA internal working group found about 80% of all scheduled contracts had similar or the same terms and conditions. But that 20% delta is a pretty big deal. I mean, if you're vendor A working on Schedule 84 and then you also have Schedule 70 and and the terms and conditions are different, I mean, that's a big haul for you to, to keep up with, to understand, to remember. And I think that's part of this big deal. Uh, the other big piece of this, Tom, that's, uh, that I think both vendors and agencies are going to see a big difference is, is the consolidation is going to lead to better systems and better processes almost by default. They're going to look back and go, wow, why were we doing this, stop doing this, or fix the way we're doing this? And I think that's another big benefit. And could having all of the schedules consolidated into one big buying marketplace, if you will, is this a step pursuant to GSA's mandate to create that online marketplace at some point? It's related but not similar, meaning that this is all part of the mo- the modernization of the GSA schedules, but it's not part and parcel. you got to do one to get to the other. I think the schedules are going to continue because the online marketplace, remember, Tom, is only below the simplified acquisition threshold, so it's below $10,000. So, so many buys under the schedule specifically are well over $10,000. So, I think it's part of this bigger effort that GSA is going down. Now, they have tried this consolidation over the years several times. What is different now that they feel they can pull it off? As you heard Emily Murphy say earlier on, Tom, there's a demand coming from agencies. There's a demand coming from vendors. And I think there's just a change in the entire environment, right? If you go to you know pick Best Buy as an example, if you buy a TV, they'll come and set it up. But you don't just buy a TV anymore. And for years, you know, we look back in the 90s and the 80s and beyond – Agencies were buying a lot of products, but now they're buying mostly services, and those services include products often. So again, it goes back to, they love to use the term, they're buying solutions. Now, I know you and I hate that term solution. What does it mean? It's it's amorphous. But I think that change has really created this need for GSA to change as well. The other piece is leadership. I think you you have... Emily Murphy is the administrator. Alan Thomas is the Federal Acquisition Service Commissioner, who both really understand this and really understand it well and understand the need. And Alan and Emily both saw it from the outside looking in, and now they see it from the inside looking out, and they're going, wow, we have to fix this. And And who knows, they'll probably have some APIs written to connect all of the data (laughs) behind all of these schedules. you got to have an API, maybe some machine learning and AI, too. Sure. And uh, what about industry reaction? Is there any so far? This just happened yesterday. Yeah, not not surprising, Tom. A lot of uh, cautious optimism, I'll call it. You know, people excited. I talked to Roger Waldron, the president of the Coalition for Government Procurement, and he, his organization has been very involved in GSA schedules over the years. And, and Roger points out a couple of things. Number one, it will gain efficiencies for both the government and for industry. It will just uh, make the programs more consistent across the board, which is very important, and it will create greater access to commercial solutions across the government. And I he goes. He, he actually he used the old phrase. It's a win-win-win for everybody. Wow, coming from Roger, that's a pretty strong endorsement. That is a pretty strong endorsement, and I think that you know the the time will tell, right? It, will GSA 
get it done right this time? Will they follow? Will they be communicative? Will they work with industry? I think there's a lot of barriers there because remember, the biggest one remains culture, Tom. And always culture. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. And check out his story online now at federalnewsnetwork.com. 